Chazara of Daf Lametes, Shabbos Daf Lametes. We'll start from the Mishnah, Be'ezus Hashem, the Mishnah on Lamed Ches, on the base, right at the bottom of the page. Says the Mishnah, One can't place an egg at the side of a hot kettle. In other words, one which has got hot water in there, it's made of copper, retains the heat. In order that the egg should, Rashi says, it should roast a little bit, until it becomes what you'd probably call soft-boiled. Rashi learns that means you shouldn't crack it over um, scar, a scarf, which, or scarves which is left in the sun to heat up. And the idea is the scarf is now hot and it will um, actually cause the egg to fry, to roast. You're not allowed to do that. But Rabbi Yossi Matuez, Rabbi Yossi says it's mutter. There are others who learn the or other Rishonim learn the Yafkiyen, means you shouldn't wrap it in these hot scarves which have been heated up in the sun. But either way, Rabbi Yossi is Martin. You're not allowed to um, swaddle it, you're not allowed to uh, put it into the sand. Or in the dust of the roads, in order that it should uh, roast. Again, because the sand and all these things have been heated up by the sun. There was a story with Anshi Tiberia. They have Yusila and Shalzonin, and they brought a pipe of cold water, the Seikh Amar Shalchamin, into a um, the like a channel of hot water of the Chami Tiberia. So Amrulahem Chachom, the Chachom said to them, in Shabbos, if any water which was heated up on Shabbos, Kachamin has the din of water which has been heated up, Shulchum of Shabbos, which has been heated up on Shabbos. For Asurim Berachito, which case it's forbidden to both drink it or wash in it. In Biyomtov, if we're talking about Yomtov, Kachamin Shulchum and Biyomtov, it's got the din of water which has been heated up on Yomtov. It's forbidden to wash in it, but it's motor to drink it. And this is despite the fact that the pipe was all set up before Shabbos, says Rashi. Now, Tosfus understands that the way Rashi is learning is that the water runs through this pipe, and then it somehow um, either does mix with the Chami Tiberia, or we're worried that a person will come to unplug certain holes so that it will mix. But either way, it's to do with it mixing and actually heating up in the Chami Tiberia, which inevitably is going to be um, told us, Chamo told us, or depending on the Gemara later on. That's the, that's the way Rashi learns it. But Tosfus says it's very difficult because later on the Gemara talks about it being Hatmona. What's it got to do with Hatmona if it runs into the water? Rather, Tosfus says, the, the, the pipe literally just runs straight through the Chami Tiberia. The idea is that the Chami Tiberia heats up the water inside the pipe. The fact that it's running through the hot water surrounding it gives the, the, uh, the that's the idea of Hatzmona. And it's Dovah HaMosif Hevel. And therefore this is absolutely forbidden, even though it was set up on Erev Shabbos. It doesn't make the slightest bit of difference. And the water will actually run out the other end. Some learn that it's actually blocked at the other end, and then you open it up and you let it out. Some say it literally just runs straight through. There's a bit of halacha about it. But because then it's collected afterwards, and the issue here is Hatzmona. That's the way Tosfus learns it. In which case, it comes out, and we pass like Tosfus, and there's actually a big question mark over where, where they exactly got this idea from that Rashi disagrees with this idea. But we pass the way Tosfus has just explained it. And therefore, on the contrary, if you set it up before Shabbos, and you allow the water to run through, through the pipe, you leave it just running from before Shabbos. And on Shabbos, the water continues to go through the pipe and straight into the into the Chami Tveri or whatever it may be, it's Muta. 
Morgan Avram says it's mutter, seemingly it's mutter to wash in it, which means that it's got the din of water which has been heated up before Shabbos stroke Yontav. And therefore it's got the din of water which has been heated up before Shabbos and Yontav. And as Hashem will see in the Gemara what you're allowed to do with such water. So says the Gemara, Iboilu, we've got a Shaila. Gilgal, Galgal, Mai. What happens if Lemaisa a person did, we said that you shouldn't put it beside Amechan. If a person did, what's the din? Now remember, it's not actually being heated up on the fire. It's being heated up by a mechan, by a copper kettle, which has been heated up by the fire. It's what we would call toldas ha'ur. It's not being heated up by the fire itself. It's being heated up by something which was previously heated up by the fire. What's the then? So Omar Rabbi Yosef said, Rabbi Yosef, Galgal, if he cooked the egg like that, chayv chatis, chayv chatis. So we see here that there's an isad oraisa, an absolute isad oraisa, not just to cook something on ur, on the fire itself, even told us, or is also an Isidore Raisa. Oma ma bereidu rabitna. Afana nami tinino sotu, we've taught in a Mishnah much later on in the Masechta. Kol shebo bechamin merifnei ha-Shabbos. Anything which from before Shabbos has already gone into hot water. Rashi says we're talking about something salty, and before Shabbos he, he put it, soaked it in hot water. So it got, effectively it got cooked. So shoyin no se bechamin b'Shabbos. You can soak it in hot water on Shabbos because... This is the, the idea, once it's already been cooked, in Bishalach Abishal, that's the basic idea we're talking about here. And therefore you can soak it in hot water on Shabbos. But anything which has not yet been cooked, it didn't come in contact with the hot water from before Shabbos. You can rinse it off in hot water on Shabbos. In other words, you can pour hot water onto it, because that won't actually cook it. That will just warm it up, but it won't actually cook it. Except for, um, Rashi says the Moliach Yoshin is, is a fish, which is very salty. It's a very old fish, and it's, it's really sort of uh, very salty and, and old. The Kuliaswa is Panin, which is a type of fish called the Tani fish, according to Rashi. With them, if you were to pour, even just pour hot water onto them, that would be the Gamamalacha. Shmami no, what do you see from that? The fact that we say that's the Gemar Malocha, that implies that if you were to pour the hot water onto it, you'd be chai b'chatos for it. Because we're saying that's the Gemar Malocha, that's the Bishul. I, the hot water, is only Tolda Sa'ur, it's no longer on the fire. You see from there, the Tolda Sa'ur, that is the Gemar Malocha, it's an Isadolaisa. That's the way Rashi learns up this Sukhya. Tosfus asks, what do we say over here? We said that something which has not been cooked before Shabbos, hasn't come into contact with the hot water before Shabbos, you're allowed to do iru, you're allowed to pour from a kli, the hot water onto it, excluding these last couple of things. So, again, I'm not allowed to soak it in the kli rishon. I can't put it into the kli rishon, because the kli rishon will cook it. But I can pour from it. Says Tosus, that's fine according to the Rashbod that Tosus quotes, that, um, that what you pour from a kli rishon has got the din of a kli sheni. So just like a klisheni won't cook it, so to the irui from a klirishen won't cook it. That's fine. But the problem is that the Rabbeinu Tam learns that irui from a klirishen has got the din of the klirishen itself. So in which case, we can't be talking about that you're pouring it from the klirishen. It must be you're pouring it from a klisheni. But if you're pouring it from a klisheni, why don't you tell me a bigger chiddush? That you can even soak it in a klisheni. Because a klisheni won't cook. Why are you telling me only pouring it from the klisheni? So Tosfus gives two answers. The Ri says, either, you know what, you actually can't soak it in a klisheni. Why? Because since at the end of the day the water is hot, it gives the appearance of Bishel. Ah, we say later on that you can put 
spices into a klisheni. That's dafka spices because there it's not mefsi kamavashu. Just like you're, it looks like you're just trying to add flavor to the pot. But with anything else, you cannot put it in a klisheni. It's a very, very important yasait. Comes out the ri is saying you can't put anything other than spices into a klisheni. Or he says, or says Tosfus, you know what? Really, you can soak it in a klisheni. Why do we talk about iri klisheni? Because it's telling you with the kudiyasoy spanin and the modiach yashon, even iri klisheni, not only the klisheni itself, even the iri klisheni would be problematic. That's the way Tosfus learns. It's a Tosfus which we sort of went through. We didn't particularly go into the subject yet because we haven't really discussed the klisheni, iri, uh, sorry, klirishan, iri klirishan, all the things. But as it Hashem, we may well come back to this Tosfus. It's a Tosfus well worth remembering. According to the Rashba, iri klirishan is like a klisheni. According to the Rabbi Natam, it's got the din of the Klirishon. What's the din of Klisheni? According to the first answer of the Ri, you can put nothing in a Klisheni because of Mechsi Kamalash. Not because it will actually cook. It's Mechsi Kamalash, except for the, for the spices. According to the second answer, Anachanami, you'll only have problems with these, uh, like uh, what we call Kaleabish. Now the Gemara continues on. We said, You can't, let's go with Rashi's Pshat, you can't crack the egg on scarves which have been heated up in the sun. Says the Gemara, V'hod Islam, that which we've learned in a Mishnah, again, a Mishnah which comes much further on, Nosnin Tavshil Lesei you can take your Tavshil, your hot Tavshil, and you can put it into a pit, Bishul Shiyei Shomor, in order to preserve its heat, that's perfectly fine, There's Hamayim Ayofim Baroim, you can take your nice cold water, and you put it, you submerge it in a bottle, obviously, but you put the bottle into not nice water, but sure she eats ananu in order to keep it cold. That's perfectly fine. And the Mishnah says that you can put cold, let's say, water in the sun in order that it should heat up. Wait a second, you're putting it in the sun. But we said in the Mishnah, cooking in the sun is problematic. Rabbi Yossi disagrees. So Lema Rabbi Yossi, let's say that the Mishnah later on only fits with Rabbi Yossi, but the Rabbonon and not the Rabbonon. So Amar Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman answered, he said, no. The Chama, when you're heating up in the sun itself, you're cooking in the sun itself, everyone agrees that's perfectly permissible. When you are cooking in Toldos Ha'ur, everyone agrees that's absolutely forbidden, just like cooking in the fire itself. When do the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yossi argue? In something which has been heated up by the sun. The heat source is not the sun, it's something which has been heated by the sun, like the scarves. The Tanakama hold that we make a gazera on Toldos Hachama because of Toldos Ha'or. Rabbi Yesi holds we don't make the gazera. In other words, it's like this. To cook in fire is obviously absolutely forbidden. To cook in Toldos Ha'or is also an Isidore rice. It's like cooking the fire itself. To cook in the sun is absolutely permitted. Hence the mission later on, you could put your cold water in the sun. It's absolutely permitted. No problem whatsoever. That everyone agrees with. Um, and we're not worried if you allow you to cook in the sun, you'll come to cook in the, in, in, in uh, let's say, in, in the, um, in fire, because there's clearly a world, world of difference between the two, no one will get them mixed up. Logic therefore tells me, if Chamo is motor, then Kol Shikain told us that should be motor. So, if you've got these scarves, which is told us that they've been heated up by the sun, and now you're going to cook on the scarves, that should definitely be motor. That's what Rabbi Yossi says. But the Tanakhama says no. Because Toldos HaChamo looks very similar to Toldos Ha'ur. In other words, to the onlooker, the way Rashi learns it is, to the onlooker, he sees the scarves, he doesn't know whether the scarves have been heated up in the sun, or whether they've been heated up in the fire. Is this Toldos Ha'ur or Toldos HaChamo? If you allow somebody to cook on there, 
they may come to the conclusion you can also cook on Talbot Sa'ura. They won't know, not only, I wouldn't say also, they may think you are cooking on Talbot Sa'ura and it's perfectly permissible. That's the way Rashi learns it. That theoretically, there could have been another way of learning, which for some reason Rashi chose not to learn. And that is, it's not a problem of Maris Ayan that somebody will come to a wrong conclusion, wrong extrapolation. They'll say, ah, oh, if you can do Talbot Sa'ura, you can do Talbot Sa'ura. No, we're not worried about that. We're worried that somebody will misinterpret and think it's not Talbot Sa'ura, it's Talbot Sa'ura. So it's not Tordos Hacham, it's Tordos Sa'ur. That's the way Rashi learns this sugya. Now, the big question is, why the MS is Chamot Muta? Why is Chamot Muta? So Rashi says a few words. He says, De'ein derech bishuloi bekach. Because it's not derech bishul with that. What the Ram says exactly the same. What does that mean? So Ramosha Feinstein, he understands it means, and this is where Rabbi Yashiv takes on, that it means that it's not the normal method of cooking. A person will only do it if he's absolutely desperate. But it's not a normal method of cooking. And since it's not a me- normal method of cooking, it's not even a tolder of the Melechah's Bishel. And it's not even considered, it's not even considered Kelacha Yad either, because it's completely abnormal. It's not even a tolder. Fine. And therefore, it's absolutely permitted. Says Ramosha Feinstein, what would be an Afghan according to the way he's just explained it? What about cooking in a microwave? He says that would be absolutely forbidden. Because that is a normal way. Nowadays, it's a completely normal way of cooking. So it's at least a tolder of Bishel. He says, in all likelihood, this an absolute Isidai writer to cook in a microwave. However, first and foremost, the lotion of the Me'iri is something like it, something cooked in Khama is not Tehras Bishel. That lotion threw us a little. What does it mean it's not Torah special or there? There is also the Mabit on the Rambam. He writes, his lotion is, he basically says that only fire is, only fire is considered Bishal. Anything else is not considered Bishal. So Ramosha says that he says that could still mean the same as, as what he says. It doesn't mean to say only fire to exclude any future inventions. It's just because in those times, fire was a normal way of cooking. But the big problem is, Already the Ekele Tal asked this question, but Rav Shlom Zalman asked it on Ramosha. And that is a Gemara in Pesachim. We know the carbon Pesach has to be roasted. If it's cooked in water, if it's cooked, you're not a person's over on an Isidoraisa to eat it like that. Says the Gemara, but if it's cooked <coughs> in water, which has been heated in the sun, sorry, if it's cooked, yeah, then it's not considered Mavushal, and therefore you are Potter. Now, it's fine when it comes to Shabbat Shukhtar, it's not Melech Shabbat, it's not a Toldot, but what are you going to say when it comes to Pesach? So, the, the Ebed Tal says, Pshat and Rashi is like this. There's two types of Kilach Yad. There's a Kilach Yad where the outcome is exactly the same. But the way in which the person does it is different. That when it comes to anything else in the Torah, would be, makes no difference. But for Shabbos, it's called Kilach Yad. It's a special thing on Shabbos, that it's also Midr Abonon, but Midr is Mosul, because it's not considered Melech Smach Shabbos, because the person is not doing it the way it was done in the base in the Mishkan. Fine. But then there's another type, if you can call it Kilach Yad or Shinui, that is where the outcome is different. It could be you do it in exactly the normal way. He gives various examples. For example, if a person were to eat raw chaleb, so Chazal say, uh, we're told that you're potter for that. Why? Because oh, it's unusual. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's, we don't have a Muslim, what do you mean it's unusual? The answer is, you are doing exactly the normal action of eating. Take it on a spoon, you put it in your mouth, you eat it. 
but the thing which is being eaten is not what the Torah calls Chedet. That's not the, the thing which the Torah forbade. It's in the Nifal, not in the Pu'ula. And that applies to Chalat Torah Kula. He says, we know there's a musuk of what we call um, the Shvach Eitzim. If you bake something and the fuel is, let's say, wood, we say the bread has actually got the Shvach Eitzim in it. It's got the Shvach or it's got the Shvach that fire inside it. Which means if you cook it in fire, it's Shvach or If you cook it in the sun, it's Shvach HaChamot. It's an under a meningantin. It's a completely different type of speed. It's not the same thing. We may in English call all this, it's cooked. It's not the same. Cooked in fire, what's got fire, the energy of fire inside it, the result of fire is called mavushal. What's not cooked in fire is not called mavushal. You can call it cooked, but it's not called mavushal. That being the case, he says, so to buy Kron and Pesach, it's not mavushal. And so to buy Shabbos, it's not mavushal. And the Malach and the Mishkan was bishal. Therefore, this is not a tolda. It's not even kelachayad. It's garnish. It's not the same thing done in the Mishkan at all. It's absolutely mutalachat so we said, if that's the case, let's follow it through to, let's say, a microwave. When it comes to a microwave, there is actually no fire there. Because the element, there's nothing there which gets hot. So you can't even say it's like a light bulb, you know, a candelescent which, which gets hot. It's not fire at all. There's no H. And although there was a chazanish who wanted to say that with all electricity, it's got the deal of H because it potentially can become hot. Rav Shlomo Zalman already says he just, he didn't understand this. He writes into Shuvahs. To us, it seems, we're just sort of trying to understand Mitoch the Gemara and Roshayim. It doesn't seem to, to, we don't understand how that, why that is. There's no Eish there. So what's cooking? How does a microwave work? What it does, it sends out these microwaves. They find the pockets of water. They get the pockets of water moving very, very quickly. It creates an energy inside there. And there's water which basically does the cooking. That's in a nutshell the way it works. So in which case, this is the same as Chamo, Toldas Chamo. It's the same sort of idea. There is no fire there. This is not Mavushal. In which case, at worst, it should be an Isidra Bonum. The only thing is here, you could say, but there's absolutely no way a person could confuse this. The way Rashi said, because with Toldas Chamo, you may confuse it. A person may think it's Toldas or You can see here, it's not Toldas Oro. On the other hand, you could say maybe that someone says it's a low plug sort of thing. No, maybe there'd be an Isidra Bonum. But definitely not an Isidra Isa. There's no Bishal at all there. Arguably, there's not even, arguably one could even, uh, uh, possibly even suggest there's not even an Issa Darabonim whatsoever. Now, obviously, pushing the buttons and everything involves, um, again, if you don't go with the Chazanish about Boina and Sosa with, with making electric circuits, you assume there's an Issa Darabonim. Now, what's going to be the Nafkamina? Because you may say, well, Sofkos are very nice, but cooking in a micro you can't actually do on Shabbos. So we said there would be a couple of Nafkaminas. Number one, for a Cheda, minimize Malacha, you look for a microwave. Number two, if you don't have any food for Shabbos, you could ask a Goy to do it for you. Because that's Amir al is one Darabonon. Cooking in the microwave is maximum of Darabonon. So in which case, in which case, it's two Darabonons, Mokka Mitzvah. Arguably, it would be, uh, be Mutzah. Now, obviously, we're saying this Halach of Alola Maisa. But um, as we mentioned, we did find, I did find that sort of Scheinberg also, as he puts it, Halach of Alola Maisa, he's not, he's not writing Halach of Maisa. He also went exactly along the same lines. He brings the Egretal. He also says, it's, he, to him, it's much more Mustafa like this than, than Ramosha and, and, and the Chazanish. He, he, he understands that this as well. And he, he points out, he says, based on this, he said, it would be Mutter, seemingly, seemingly, it would be Mutter by the same token. It would be Mutter to, um, it would be Mutter to Bishalakum as well. Bishalakum is not Bishal. So you wouldn't even have to worry about Bishal inside the microwave. 
This is the theory, as I said, halacha below the maizah. Halacha below the maizah. Um, with this, with this, um, uh, decide of the Egletal, we also actually pointed out, we said possibly we could understand a, a Yisoyed of the Ur-Sameach. The Ur-Sameach, he wants to say that Toldos Ha'ur is a problem. But Toldos, the Toldos Ha'ur, he wants to say is absolutely mutter. Why? So in other words, if let's say, we gave an example, arguably, it's, it's, for other reasons it may, it may not necessarily be a good example, but let's say water that goes into, if you cook on a radiator. So arguably you could say that's Toldos the Toldos Ha'ur. Why? Because the water gets heated up in the boiler, it then runs through into the radiator. So the water is told us or, and the radiator gets heat out, heated out by the water, it'll be told us or told us or. Now, Lemaise, I'm just mentioning that, because he said, that's the way the, the Arshamayaf understands why a cliche he doesn't cook, because it's told us or told us or. That's what he wants to say. The only thing is, Halok Lemaise, a radiator would probably have the dinner of a clearition, because as, based on the Gemara later on, it's, it's in fact, a toast was later on in Daph Mem, there's a, there's an Avni Nezer where he says something which is constantly has hot water running through it, so therefore the Kli itself becomes hot, it gets the din of the Kli Rishon. The whole point of a Kli Shain is because the walls of the Kli are cold, and therefore they take out, they absorb some of the heat of the liquid poured into it. It's like a ladle, if you have a ladle which has been used many times, it therefore becomes a Kli Rishon itself. But theoretically, just trying to look for a theoretical example, you could say, maybe it would have the din of this Tolda to Tolda Sor. And he says, why? What was Peshat? Because he says, it's like, it's like a Kerach Kerche. We know, like, I mean, Ezekiel and these sort of things, it's indirect, and therefore the person would be potter for Ezekiel, etc. But um, the, the, the Acharonim ask on him, Shem Zalm and others, they say, it's very difficult to understand, because Kerach Kerche is just a vault, that if a person throws a clod of earth, and the Gemara Makos, and it hits a branch, and that branch snaps, and it falls in it, and it breaks a cluster of grapes, and that grape falls and kills somebody, it's not Misiachis to him. But here, it's not a question of, of being Misiachis. If Bishel is down at the end of the day, it came from him. So we said that the vault may be like this. Based on the Egletal, once you see from Kerach Kerche that it's not Misiachis to the person, why? Because Peshat is no longer considered his Kerach, it's already an indirect Kerach, of course he was responsible for it. But the original energy he's put in, it's no longer, it's not considered to be that energy, it's already an offshoot of that. It's a diluted Kerach. So so too over here, you can no longer say it's Ur in there. When it's told us or it's still got the fire in there. Told us or told us or is no longer considered to be the energy of the fire. It's so diluted already, it's not considered to be ur. In which case, it's not mavushal. Because mavushal has to be something which is cooked by fire. It doesn't have, it doesn't have the shivach ur inside it. That's what we suggested, uh, a way of explaining the, 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 the Um, the eglit, sorry, explain the ursomer. The, the last thing is, just before we move on, the Egretal at the end, he says a very, very sadistic idea, although I'm not absolutely sure the way I explained it is the way the Egretal actually meant it. But he explains this whole idea of Malachas Machshabas. It's a sadistic idea throughout, throughout Hilcha Shabbos. He says, we know obviously something has to be done the way it was done in the Mishkan in order to be Chayat, Malachas Machshabas. So he says, you could only have Machshavo, because he asks, what's Kilachiyad? What's Kilachiyad got to Malachas Machshabas? Machshavo. He says, the word is like this. You can only have machshav on something which you do. You can't have machshav on something which somebody else does, and you can't have machshav on something which, which happens on its own. So if I do something kerachayat, I do it in an unusual way, but the outcome is the same. From the point of view of Shabbos, mitzad the pu'ula, mitzad my action, that wasn't what was done in the Mishkan. Mitzad the nifal, what came out of it, that was the result in the Mishkan. 
So if you look at it, mitzad the Mishkon, if you're comparing it to the Mishkon, the Malacha was done, but not by me, because it wasn't done in the way it was done in the Mishkon. So it says, if the Malacha was done on its own, well, in which case, I can't have a Machshav on that. I can't, in which case, it's not Melech's Machshavah. No, boss, Midrabonon, Midrabonon, it doesn't have to be Melech's Machshavah. And therefore, since it doesn't have to be Melech's Machshavah, we say, soft calls off, even if the Malacha halakhi sort of with a londisha twist on it, we look at it as if it happened on its own, but soft calls off, I was the one responsible for it. It was my action which brought about the outcome. And since we don't need Machshavah Midrabonon, therefore, I'm going to be high of Midrabonon, it'll be also Midrabonon. The Gemara then continues on. We said you can't. We said in the Mishnah you can't submerge um, your egg in sand or in avakterochen. Rabbi Yosi didn't seem to argue this. Let Rabbi Yosi argue on this case as well. It's also told the Sakhan the sand was heated in the in, in the sun. So Rabbi Omar Rabbi said Gezeira Shemayatzmin Beremet. Do you know what Rabbi Yosi says over here? Even I agree for a different reason. Not because I'm worried about Tolda Sakhano. No, nothing, nothing to do with Tolda Sakhano. It's because we're worried, if you come to do it in sand, you may come to do Hatmona in remnants. Now, remnants, we know, is a mixture of coals and, uh, and, uh, and ashes. And if Shema Yatman remnants, we know a person may come to stoke it up. That's an Isadayr Isa. Rabbi Yosef, Omar Rabbi Yosef said, Many Shemezes offer him in Rabbi Yosef said, the problem is that you... Now, there's some Agores, one may come to be Mezes offer him in The Giris we've got here is, Mipnei Shemezes offer him in Now, Rashi goes with the Gira search Shema Yatz's offer in Mekoma. We're worried, the way Rashi learns it is, you'll put it into the sand, there won't be enough sand there to give it proper Atmano. So you'll go and go get some earth. And in fact, the way Tosfus explains it is, because Tosfus asks on, on, on this, uh, the way I, I was going to say it, that you take some of the earth to, to finish off the swaddling. Tosfus says, but then what's the problem? It's Khayr, it's because it's, uh, it's uh, what's it called, the Malach of Khayrish, but it's Malach Shein Atzri you didn't need the ditch, you needed the earth. So Tosfer says, well, you have to say, according to Rashi is, we're worried you may come to dig a ditch in earth in order, you'll see the sand's not enough, so you'll say, you know, scrap the sand, I'll go do it somewhere else, and you'll dig a ditch. And therefore you'll want the actual ditch itself, that's what we're worried about. That's the way Tosfer explains Rashi. But then, Tosfer, because of the, the continuation of the Gemara, doesn't really like this Peshat. And he says, look, the Gerasa we've got in the Gemara is not it's because a person may come to it. He says, He will, he is in the process moving off from the Mekoma. So Tosus understands that the issue over here is that as you stick the egg in, you're going to be moving the earth. It's called Tiltumanatzad. It's automatically going to be moving the earth to the side. And the earth is Moksa. And Rav Yosef holds, Tiltumanatzad is a problem. Fine. He then goes on and says, um, he, he brings a Rashbaugh which asks from, from the Lashon of the Gemara because the Gemara sounds like it's a Gezeira it's not that he it's not that it's an actual um, sorry the Gemara yeah the Gemara says Ligzar he says why did it say Ligzar it should have said Litase it should be awesome because we're saying now according to the according to this Rabbi Natan it's, it's not a Gezeira it's a Matthias he said no because it's an Issa de Rabbon and on Issa de Rabbon it says Litase but then he brings a final shot, and that is who does he bring the final shot from? The Rabbeinu Tam in Sefer Yosho. He says no. He goes back to the original idea. It's a tolda of Chirish, yeah. And he says because and Shemiz is offer in Mekomo. What it means to say is um, 
that as you move the, you're moving the earth, not because it's not, the issue is not muksa, it's because you're actually, you're, you're making a place for the, for the, uh, for the egg to be able to go in, as you put it in, you're moving the earth, it's a told of chorish, that's basically, you're making a ditch here, that's the, that's the issue. Tosus then says, but then why does Rabbah not agree with Rav Yosef? So the truth is, according to each of the Pshatim, Rashi, the first Pshat of Rav Yosef, and then the Sefer Yosha, we have to explain, why did Rabbah not hold with this? Why wasn't he worried about Mimnei Shemez's offer in Mimkoma? So Tosus says that, um, Tosus says that, um, according, well he doesn't spell it out, but according to Rashi, that the issue was, we're worried a person may come to move the earth, because there won't be enough earth there, right? He may come to move it in order to, to swaddle. Says, Rabbi will just say, I'm not worried about that. I don't think that's uh, we should be worried about that. According to the first Peshat of the Ramanian Tam, the issue was Tiltam and Atzad, Mukta. Rabbi holds Tiltam and Atzad is, is Mukta. And according to the last Peshat, that's where Tosha says, but we've got a difficulty because now we're saying, we're worried that as you push in the egg, you are actually being, it's not a gazela, this is actually a told of Cherish. It's an Isidara. Why would Rabbi disagree? So he'll say that, you know what? Cherish is only when you've actually got a ditch there afterwards where you can see it. Here what happens is as the egg goes in, the earth moves around it and you don't actually see any ditch because it's all covered up now. You don't see any ditch. Therefore, that wouldn't be considered a tzolder of Cherish. That's the way Tosus explains the Maharak of the Gemara. It's well worth remembering that according to the... Um, that I think it's the Maharshal, if I remember correctly... Based on the Kashas, Bezat Hashem will discuss soon on the Rosh, he says that Rabba agrees with Rabbi Yosef. He's saying, besides these issues of Venetian Mazes, Ophram, and Makoma, there's also the Gazera Shema Yatmin Baremets. Right? There's also the Gazera Shema Yatmin Baremets. If that was the case, then you can see from Tosis, by the way, not like that. But that's, the, uh, that's what the Maharshal says in the, in the Rosh. So the Gemara then continues on. My Benai, what's the difference between them, between Rab and Rabbi? What would be the nafkamina between these two things? So we say Ikob Benai, the difference would be Ofar Tichayach. If you've got Ad, which is, which is loose. So, according to Rashi, according to Rashi, if it's Ofar Tichayach, so it's not Shaykh making a gum or making a, 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 a ditch, because, um, it's, it's already all loose. That's not considered, um, that's not a problem of, of making of, of of making a ditch. Tosu says, I we got a Gemara and Beitzel, which seems to say that it is. So he says, Tosu says that you have to say that that is according to Rashi. There it's talking about where you've got a little bit of of ofatichach around, um, sort of in the middle, but then around it is solid earth. Okay, so therefore when you take out the ofatichach, you'll be left with a solid a solid um, ditch there. That avada says the Gemara Beitz, is a problem of Chayrish. Over here we're talking about where it's, the whole thing is all off So therefore, if you were to take out some off the whole thing would just collapse in, it would just all cave in. You can't actually have a ditch in the sky in there. And therefore, that's why off is not a problem of of Shemiyaz's off from the But the one is what, according to Rabbi Shemiyaz bin Baremet, there is what to worry about. That's the way, that's the way um, Rashi would explain this Gemara. According to the first Peshat in the Rabbeinu Tam, that is to do with Muksa, right? We're worried about Tiltam and Atzad. So he'll say, you know what? We're talking about Ofa Tichayach which is so loose that you don't even have to push the egg in. You just drop it and it'll go in on its own. So there's no Tiltam and Atzad. So once again, according to Rabbi Yosef, there's nothing to worry about. According to Rabbi, there's still the problem of Shema Yatman Baremet. And according to the last Peshat, that of the, the second Peshat in the Rabbeinu Tam, 
presumably um, similar sort of idea, says Tosfos, that you just leave the egg and it goes in on its own, that, that Avada is not Shaya Chodesh. Right? That Avada is not Shaya Chodesh. Um, there is a question which the Achronim ask, I'm not sure the Maram, I can't remember exactly who, but that why did Tosfos have to search for a different Pshat and Rashi? with regard to this stereo between the Gemara here and the Gemara and Deitza. Um Over here we're saying, Ofer Tichach, no, that's, that, that's not, not an issue of, of uh, Ofer Tichach, there's no issue of Chayresh, or according to Tosfus Muksa, whereas the Gemara and Deitza says there is an issue of Chayresh. This, this is what, what, what uh, Tosfus had the question. And Tosfus gave one answer for the Rabbi Natam, that we're talking about here, here we're talking about it's so loose that you just drop the egg in, and it literally, it'll just go in on its own. That's not Chodesh. Whereas the Gemara over there is talking about normal, so very nice, it's loose, but you still have to push the egg in, and therefore that's Tiltum and Asa. That's what Tosfus said. Why didn't he give the same answer for Rashi? Why do you have to talk about it? Because there you've got solid earth surrounding it, and therefore the walls won't cave in, whereas over here the walls will cave in. Why didn't you just give the same answer? It's to do with how loose the earth is. So, the most poshita answer is, if you take a look at the Loshan of Rashi. Rashi says, V'osi azuze offer hadovuk. In Dibba Maschashem Yaziz offer. According to Rashi, for some reason, we're talking about here offer, which is, which is, uh, clothed together. So you can't say that over here, um, that over here we're talking about where it's really, really um, sort of loose earth, and over there we're talking about where it's not as loose. Because according to Rashi, the problem is only going to be when it's off or hadovuk, where the earth is clodded together. Once it's not clodded together, it's mashma, automatically that's called off or tichayaf, no matter whether it's very loose or it's half loose, if it's not clodded together, there is no problem. So Lameda, we're back to square one. Bishlam al toys with he'll say Shem is offer is to do with Tiltum and Atzad. No, when it comes to Tiltum and Atzad, there can be a problem even if it's offer Tichayah. Because Sofkotov, if you have to stick the egg in, it's moving the earth. So you can say over here, you know what? Here we're talking about where it's, when we say offer Tichayah is Mutter, that's when it's very, very loose. And over there we're talking about where it's not as loose. Fine. But according to Rashi, the whole issue to start with was only with offer Adovuk. So when the Gemara answers, no, offer Tichayah is is uh is mutter that would be that that would be enough kamina. So it must be talking about when it's not dovuk. Loose, not loose, it's not dovuk. That's the main yesod. So in which case, how are we going to reconcile this with the Gemara Beit? So which says, Ofotichayach is a problem. It's not clodded. Here it's not clodded. Here we say it's mutter, there we say it's also. What do you do with this? Therefore Tosha has to say that over there we're talking about where it's still clodded around it. That's, that, that's, that, that's what the, what the Akronim say. What we did point out is, just perhaps another answer, which you could have given for Rashi, as to the steer between the Gemara here and, and Beitza, if you actually look at Rashi and Beitza, Rashi says over there, when it's offer Tichayach, Rashi says, and it's a problem of, it's a total of Baina. So Rashi seems to understand, we're talking about in a house there, inside a house, the problem is not Chodesh, it's Baina. So we could say, even though it's offer Tichayach, soft goes soft, it doesn't matter if it's offer Tichayach, Boina, if you dig a, you dig a hole there, that is Boina. Masha'enkin, when it comes to Chorish, which is what we're talking about here, it's Chorish, it's in the field. So if it's in, when it comes to Chorish, if it's Ofati Chayach, you're not gaining anything by taking out the earth. Once it's already broken up, it's already, the, the ground's ready for Zeriel. When you're talking about Boina, I may want to put foundation, I want to take out the earth, I want to create a ditch. When it comes to Chorish, the main point is I want to break up the earth. It's broken up. 
So therefore, that's why over here, with Ofer Tichach, there won't be any Chorish. Mashenkin over there, when it's talking about Boina, there would be a problem. That's, that's what we just picked up on the Loshan of Rashi over there, it's to do with Boina, whereas over here, it's to do with Chorish. Mikoyach, um, this stira from the Gemara in Beitzah, Rav Haigon wants to explain the Gemara the other way around. I.e., that according to the Mandu Om Hashem Yatmin Baremetz, so with Ofer Tichach, there is not a problem. Because Ofer Tichach doesn't resemble in any way Remet. So therefore we're not worried the person will mix up the two. Whereas, according to the Mandu Om Hashem Yatmin Baremetz, as we've said, the Gemara is still an issue of Chayrish. So therefore there would be a problem. This is what, this is what Rav Haigon says. The big problem with this is, that Chorinim ask is, it's clear from the ensuing Gemara that even, for example, Chami Teveria is going to be a problem of Hatzmana. And even though water and Remetz, you can't really mix the two up. So why would we say, what's it got to do with mixing up? You see from the fact that we say even with Hatzmana in water, it could be a problem. You see that it's nothing to do with what it looks like. It's like a look. This is, this is the, the question that Akhrenim asks. And in fact, the Rashba, the Rashba already asked this question. The Rashba leaves it as a question on, on Rab Haigon. So let's hold the question and move on a little bit first in the Gemara, and then Ben Sashem will try and answer it. The, um, Gemara asks the question now. Mesve. Rabbi Shimon Megamiel Oimeh, Megagan and Be'al Gabe Gagre, Seach, a person can, uh, roast an egg on top of a boiling roof, in other words, a roof which has been heated up, uh, by the sun. But you can't do it on top of boiling hot lime. Lime which has been heated up by fire. Because that's told us Ur, whereas the Gag Resech is told us Chama. So, Now this is clearly Rabbi Yossi. He's following Shittas Rabbi Yossi because otherwise told us Chama is Osir anyway. So even the Gag Resech should have been forbidden. Elamai is following Rabbi Yossi. But why are you not worried about... That's fine according to the one who's worried about Because a roof doesn't have anything in which to actually um, the roof is, is pretty solid. So you're not actually going to be able to submerge it. So it's not, it's not similar to Remet. But the one who says, we're worried that you may come to move the earth from its place, so links that, we should be gozer. So very nice, where you're putting the egg right now, it's not actually being submerged. Okay, but why are we not worried that you may come to take some earth from uh, elsewhere on the on the roof and bring it to, now some Roshonim say, uh, one of the Roshonim, I think it was the Ram says, because he learns that you're actually cracking the egg here. Now, when you crack the egg, the egg is just going to start, because it's liquid, it's going to just spread across the roof. So you'll want to create something around it in order to, uh, like, a, a, um, like a, a small little fence around it to stop the egg spreading too much. We said you could also possibly say that you want the earth, even if you're not going to crack it, you want the earth simply just to hold the egg in a certain position. Why are we not worried about that? I'll call one thing we see from here, and it's clear from Roshonim as well, is according to the Mahmud Omar, Shema Yatmin Baremetz, that's only a problem if you actually submerge it. Whereas according to the Mand Omar, it's because of Mepnesha Mezid Ofer and that's even if you do it on top of the roof, it would be a problem as well. So anyway, so what does it continue? So we say, according to the Mand of Mepnesha Mezid Ofer and we should make the Gezeira. So we answer, Stam Gag, Les Bay Ofer. Stam Gag doesn't have any offer there, and therefore there's nothing to, there's nothing to worry about. Fine. Now, Toastwas asks at this stage, um, why is it, Tucker, that 
um, Rabbi Rav Yosef is not worried about Shemayat and Berenet. Why? Why Taka? We might be saying according to the Madom Hashem Yosef, implying that Rav Yosef doesn't hold of Rabbi. Why does Rav Yosef not hold of Rabbi? Now remember that was the Marashal we said that Rav Yosef, sorry, that was the other way around, that Rabbi does hold of Rav Yosef. Rabbi does hold of Rav Yosef. But it implies from the Loshan of the Gemara, Elo Leman Do Amashem Yezes, it implies that Rav Yosef does not hold of Rabbi. So, the, the question is really because it's a Mephorosh Gemara earlier that you can't do Hatzman or Bedava HaMesef Hevel because we worry Shema Yatman Beremetz. So why does Rav Yosef, why does he not, why is he not worried about Shema Yatman Beremetz? So Tosu says, Enochanami. When it's Mibba'odiyom, Avada Vezegazera Shema Yatman Beremetz and Shema Yechata. But here he says the whole Gazera is not Shaykh. Why? Because he says, tell me, if you allow somebody to cook in Chamei Chama, right? So, are we going to be worried? Maybe he's going to come to be Mavashal Bechame Ur Bashabas. He says, no. We're not worried that, um, that a person will make such a, such, such a mistake. The Kitza, what we see from this Tosfus is that we don't just say, well, we'll make all sorts of mistakes. There are certain things that people will not make mistakes. People will not go Adkadekach to make such a mistake. What do we want from this Tosfus? With this, we wanted to suggest perhaps an answer for Rav Haigon. You know, in the case of the the um, the Chami Teveria, we said, oh, there we're worried Shema Yatsmin Beremetz. There we're worried about Shema Yatsmin Beremetz. Yeah? But yet, we wanted to say that with Ofo Tichayach, no, then we're not worried about Shema Yatsmin Beremetz. Why? Why? So it's Rav Haigon because it's not similar. What, what, Chami Tiberia is similar? The answer is Chami Tiberia is similar. Do you know why it's similar? Because Chami Tiberia at least retains its heat. Chami Tiberia retains its heat. And therefore, yes, it doesn't look like, we're not talking about looks. That's not the first and foremost question. Chami Tiberia, it's hot and it stays hot. And therefore, if you allow Chami Tiberia, a person may come to the wrong conclusions and be Matman Baremets as well. Masha Enkin, when it comes to, um, when it comes to Ofor, Ofor Tichayach, Offer Tichach doesn't retain its heat. The minute the sun sets, the offer will go cold. It's not similar to Remet, and therefore a person won't make the mistake. Ah, you're going to ask, but what about Chol? With Chol, we were worried about Shema Yatman Baremet. So we said, yeah, over there, it may not retain its heat, but it does look like, it does look like Remet. The makeup of it, apparently, is much more like Remet than Offer Tichach. So the kids are what we're saying is, in the case of Chol, it's got Chadal or not Tartil Masha'enkin, in the case of the, the Ofa Tichayach, that's the Chol. The Ofa Tichayach, it's got Tartil Reyeso. It doesn't look anything like it, and it doesn't retain its heat. It's got no properties which are similar to Remnitz. Whereas the Chami Teveria, it does retain its heat, therefore it's more similar. With this Yisoid, we went back and we answered a question on Tosfus earlier. Tosfus in Dibar Maskal Shema Yatman Baremetz. So Tosfus asked the question, he says, Rabbi is worried about yeah, if you put it in sand, you may come to be Matman Baremetz. Yeah, that, that he's worried about. So he says, so why are you not worried when it comes to the Sudorin, the, the, uh, the scarves? Yeah? If you heat something up on a scarf, we say, ah, oh, he says, I'm not worried there, because you won't mix up Tildas Chama with Tildas Sa'ur. Why are you not worried about Shema Yatman Baremetz? So the mice, it's a pedal. The fair it's a pedal, because what's the, what's it got to do with Yatman Baremetz? You're not wrapping it up. 
So we said, Rabbi Kivega already asked this question. So we said it could well be that Tosfus holds, Tosfus holds that the Manda Omar, that, uh, like the Rishonim who said that Yafki El, but Sidonim is wrapping it up in this class. In which case, Tosfus' question is Gavaldic. But then what's the answer to Tosfus? Tosfus says, nah, he's not worried about Shemiyat Min Beremet, because the scarf looks nothing like it. it's not similar to Remet. Ask Rabbi Kivega, but what do you mean? Even if that is Pshat, but what's the difference between that and Chamei Tiberio? So with this, you say, we answered. Because in the case of Chami Tiberia, it may not look like it, but at least it retains its heat. Masha'eke, in the case of the scarf, the scarf doesn't look like it, and it won't retain its heat. The minute the sun goes, the scarf will go cold. Gradually, it'll lose its heat. So it's not similar to Remet in any way. And that's why we're not worried about Shemayat Mimbu Remet. That was the way we suggested an answer for Rav Haigon. The Gemara then continues on. Toshima. Come and listen. Maisesh also Anshe Tveria. There was a story that Anshe Tveria, they, they, they did, they made their view, Silan Shal and they brought along a pipe of cold water, the Sech Amosh Shal Chamin, right, like we had in our Mishnah, Bechulu, etc. So Bishlam and the man on the Gazir Shemayatmin Beremet, that's fine according to the man on who's worried about Shemayatmin Beremet, Hainu Dadomi or Tatmonim. I understand, it's similar to Tatmonim, because as we explained, based on Tosus earlier, because the cold pipe is going, it's being surrounded by the hot water, it's like Tatmonim. I can understand what they were worried about. Michael, I mean, what are you going to say? What's got to do with Venetia Mazes offer in Makoma? And this part, this seems to be going in Rabbi Yossi. Everyone seems to agree with this. So we answer, Mi Sovar, did you think that the Maisa is going on the same for this thing about the Yat Mirana Bechel? No, our Reisha is going back on the Reisha. Lo Yafkiyan Obasudorin. But Rabbi Yossi Martin, Rabbi Yossi says it's Mutta. The Hoki Kamile Rabban and Rabbi Yossi. This is what the Rabban was saying to Rabbi Yossi. What about the Maisa of Anshi Tiberia? The Tolus Chamahu. The water is heated up by, by the sun. And for Osri Luhu Rabbonin, the Rabbonin forbade them to use the water. So you see, Tolus Cham is a problem. And Omar Luhu, he answered back to them. He said, Ahu, Tolus Urhu. That's Tolus Ur. To Cholfi Apischot to Gehenim, because it, the water passes by the Pesach of Gehenim, and therefore it's heated up by fire. And therefore it's actually Tolus Ur. Now, the interesting thing is, if you take a look at the Rift, the Rift actually brings this whole thing about the Machlokes Rabban and Rabbi Yossi. The Rosh also brings it. And there's a very basic question, and that is, this was all in Rabban and Rabbi Yossi, was it not? Sorry, this was all in Shittas Rabbi Yossi, but surely we Paskin, yeah, surely we Paskin like the Tanakama against Rabbi Yossi. So this whole thing is all actually theoretical about Shema Yatmin Beremet. It should be also because of Tal Deschama, finished, that's why you can't put it in the sand. Why is the Rif and the Rosh bringing this whole thing? But what's even more surprising is that the, the, um, the Rosh finishes off and he brings this thing, this, this, uh, this price about uh, the question from the roof. And he, he says, from the fact that, the, the, um, that we asked from the price about Magalgan on the mission about Le'yatmin and Abachol, he says, it's much more like we pointed out in the Gemara that there's no chiluk whether you do it on top of the sand or you do it inside the sand. Like we said, Wait a second. Who is the one who says there's no clear between doing it on top of the sand or doing it inside the sand? That is Rav Yosef. Seemingly, the Rosh is being medayik, like Rav Yosef. But Rabba, but Rav Yosef, what's going on over here? Number one, you bring this whole thing. Why? Surely we pass it at the time of Kama. But on top of that, you seem to be passing it like Rav Yosef. You can't even do it on top of the sand, not just inside the sand. What's going on over here? So the Maharshal wants to say, as we said beforehand, as for Rabba and Rabbi Yosef, that's not a problem, because Rabba agrees to Rabbi Yosef. Just he says there's also a problem with Shemal Yatmin Beremet. But he agrees to Rabbi Yosef, we're worried about the Pnei Shemesh's offer in the Makoma. 
But he goes further. The Marshal says a whopping Kiddush. He wants to say that Lemaisa, although the Gemara asked at the beginning, but if no Nami Rabbi Yesi you should know, even according to the Tanakhamo, there's no problem of Taldas Chamo here. This is not a problem of Taldas Chamo. For whatever reason, this is not Taldas Chamo. Even the Tanakhamo agrees the only reason why it's forbidden here is because of Gezeir Shemayat Min Boremet or Ofati Chayach. Why is this a whopping Kiddush? Because it comes out a major, major nafkim in Halacha. He wants to say, according to the Russian who had in the Rif, you're allowed to cook on top of a boiling hot roof. There's no problem of Tal Deschamo. There's no problem with Shema Yatmin Baremet, because it's on top of it. If there's no earth around, there's no problem of, of um, Mezit Ofer and Mekomo. And we've just said, that even according to the Tanakhama, there's no problem with Tal Deschamo. See, he's Mate Lahalacha to cook on top of a boiling, boiling hot tarmac on top of the roof. You'd be able to cook on top of that. That's what he's, he's Mate. The Koban Hassan already says it's a whopping Kiddush. Because the truth is, the Marashal himself says, from the Rambam, it seems not like that. Because the Rambam groups together the halachas about, on, or the, the Mecham, and the Sudorin, and this case of the Chol. So, to that, to that, the, the Marashal wants to say, that the Rambam learns the whole vault of Tal Chama, not like Rashi. That Tal Chama is a vault that a person may mis-extrapolate. If you allow Tal Chama, a person may come to be matted Tal Deschama. But we don't paskin like that. We paskin the issue of Tal Deschama is because a person may misinterpret it. A person may think, ah, oh, these Tudorin were heated up in, the, in, in, in fire. That's what a person may think. So in which case, that's the way we pass, that's the way the Rosh learns, that's the way the Rif learns. So in which case, when it comes to sand, no one heats up sand in fire. Therefore, there's no way a person can misinterpret it. And therefore, there will be no problem of Tal Deschama or to Tal Deschama. The issue will only be because of Shemayat and Barem, etc. In which case... There's no problem of Tadas Chama on top of the on top of the roof because no one can misinterpret that to say maybe it was heated up in fire. This is what he, want, he wants to say. But according to the Rambam and the the Rambam learns is because of mis, it's a it's a misinterpretation, not a mis, mis uh, sorry. The Rambam learns it's a mis, mis extrapolation. A person may think if you're mati one, you may come to be mati the other. But we don't pass on that. That's what the Marashal wants to say. The the Kohen already says it's, it's, it's a whopping chiddush, and we, we can't just ignore the Rambam anyway. And um, we, we suggested, uh, along the lines of the Korban Asana, more or less the same idea, that the only reason the Rosh brings it, the only reason the Rif brings it, is because it's saying that even the Tanakhama, of course he agrees with the reasons of Shemayat and Baremet, or, or uh, Menashe Nezal, he agrees with them. He just says, even without that, there's going to be a problem, oh, because of, because of Tal Vashama. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's what it is. Now you may say, well, my Nafkamin, I'll tell you what the Nafkamin could be. Mazes offer on a Mekomo, depending on which shot you take, can be an Issa Deiraisa. Toldus Hachamo is only, a, is, is only an Issa Deirabano. That would be a possible Nafkamina between the two. Or, as the Rosh was Medayik, would I be able to, you know, uh, cooking even, no, sorry, that's, that, that's, that's something else. The kids, uh, that's all it's saying, but Avada, if there's still an issue of Toldus Hachamo, that we pass at the Tanakhamo, besides the Shem Yatmin Baremet, which is true, there's still the issue of and therefore, Chas Shalom says the Korban Asanel. Well, I mean, when I say Chas Shalom, he says we don't. He wants to say we don't pass on that the Korban Asanel. And therefore, even on the roof, it will be absolutely forbidden. Like the Ramam is forbidden to cook on the roof. Tol Deschama or to Tol Deshor. Omar of Chista. Now the Gemara continues on. And just before we go on, the, the, we, we spoke about in the Shia, I'm sort of running very short on time here. So to think about things like the Dud Shemesh. A Dud Shemesh. Basically, what happens is. 
It's a shayla, uh, because the Dutch Shemesh is, we're talking about if it's got absolutely no electricity in it, if it's got no, no electricity, it's all completely solar panel. So the only thing is there, it's definitely told us Chamo, it's not told us Ur, because what happens there is the pipes get, they've got something around them, and they get, they, the pipes themselves get boiling hot from the sun, and then it's the pipes which heat up the water. So in which case, it's always going to be told us Chamo. The only thing is, if it's told us Chamo, if it's told us Chamo, and not told us Ur, there could be certain colours, because it's an Isidurabon, and told us Chamo is only an Isidurabon. So there may be room for certain colours. For example, if you were to take the water out of there, so what's the issue? The issue is going to be, if you take the water out of there, new water is going to run in. Now, if we could say, if we can get certain situations where it will be groma, not a direct thing, it will be an issue of groma, then groma in the Rabbonons, in certain there are those who are makal. So it's just worth remembering, you can go back to the Shia for, for more information. We spoke about the Chemish at a greater length there. But uh, and we spoke about, I think, uh, if, if you, with, with a, with a um, what's it called, with a magnifying glass, if you cook with a sun through a magnifying glass, is that chamo, is that todas chamo, it's a machloik, is how you look at that. We spoke about boilers as well, that obviously is a, that's proper, um, well, that's ur, because it's heated up by the, by the, um, by the, the, the fire itself. We talked about, therefore, using hot water, because the issue is obviously, if you turn on the hot water tap, Fine, the hot water will come out, but then new cold water goes in, and that's going to be heated up by the hot water which is already in there, which is Tolda's Chamo. It could be, it'll then be heated up. But we, we spoke about that depending on how much, um, how much, we spoke about Ataka, a very interesting show. What happens if a person did turn on the hot water by mistake? Should he turn off the hot water tap? On the one hand, if he leaves it on, more and more cold water is going to be going in. On the other hand, maybe it's, um, in which case, more and more is going to be going to be cooking. On the other hand, maybe not, because if you allow the cold water to constantly go in, it's going to stop any cooking because it's con- there's a constant bombardment of cold water. So it may depend on the, the the ratio, how much water is going in. These are all shadows we spoke about in the in the shade. You'd have to go back to the shade for more information. And if a person actually capped off the system so that no cold water could go in, with that he may actually then he would be able to obviously be able to uh, take out the cold water that uh, the hot water that would be all right uh, whether you'd be able to obviously washing that we're going to speak about you wouldn't what you're, you'd be able to wash with it that we'll see better such in the next circuit so Omar sister the Gemara now continues going over the page on Salam Tesamid base the Maisish also Anshitveria from the Maisav Anshitveria of Austria the fact that Rabban said it's forbidden Rabban of Austria Rabban the fact that Rabban forbade them to use the water Butler Hatzmana but Davar Maisav Heaven you see from there using something, uh, it's forbidden. Even if it's set up before Shabbos, like over here, it was set up before Shabbos. Um, as we said, I mean, Tosus asked the question, like, what do you mean? It's a Mephurusha, it's a Mephurusha Mishnah's day, what do you mean? We learn it from here. So Tosus, Tosus gives, gives various answers. Taka, some very Yusuf-stick answers. One answer, the, the first answer of Tosus is, um, the first answer of Tosus is that that we're learning from here, even if it's done, um, you may have said that when do we forbid it if it's done, but if it was done, maybe it, maybe it would be more. So we see from here, this was done, and even that is forbidden. So Tosus asks on this, he says, no, how can you say the Mishnah later on is talking about only being Ashmoshes? But the Mishnah says, you can do Hatzmoni even in Gizei Temer, but you can't move them. In other words, Gizei Temer are Moksa. Well, if it's talking about being Ashmoshes, how can you do Hatzmoni? Maybe you're going to be moving the Gizei Temer and then Moksa. So he says, don't worry, it's Rebbe. Rebbe Yodah, and also, you know, he, he's Matir, and Malachah de Rabbon, and Ben Ashmoshes. So therefore, you don't have to worry about Muxa. 
Ask Tosa, and this is the point I want to bring out. Ask Tosa, but if it's going like Rebbe, then I thought we said Rebbe holds that um, any Issa de Rabbonon is Motobay Nashmoshes. So if you're telling me that I can do Hatz, why? Because basically, we, but what that what that's saying is we give Bein Hashmoshes for the Rabbonus, we give it the status of day. So if there was a Havam in it, not for Al Gomorrah, that you could do Hatz Mono, but Dovah Mishap Hevel, Mibba Oidyon, then you should be able to do it even Bein Hashmoshes. <laughs> how, how have you answered your question? So Tosu says, you know what? It could be that even Rebbe would agree that Hatz Mono, even though it's an Isidra Abonon, because we're worried, it's Isidra Abonon, Shemi Yath Mibberemet, it's a very Chomer Dikadra Abonon, and therefore it would be Osur Bein Hashmoshes. What you see from here is that even according to Rebbe, there could be certain Isidra which you would not be able to do Bein Hashmoshes, like Hatzmono. Then Tosus goes on, um, and he gives another answer from Rabbi Nishmuel Mibardin, that um, we're, we're saying, we're learning from here, that that if you did Hatzmono Badova HaMosef Hevel, that it's forbidden to even be ever to use it. This is also a very important uh, yesod. Now the Ramban um, says that's only if it's a Hanumasov. In other words, Dafka if the food was was cold and through Hatzmono Badova HaMosef Hevel you managed to heat it up. Or it's Mitztamik V'yofele. But if it's all it's doing is retain, yeah, very nice. It's it's um, it's most of heaven. But the mice it's just retaining its heat. Then even though avadah lechatzchili, you're not allowed to do it because even mitzamik verado is also to do hatzmona b'dava most of heaven even before Shabbos. But with the eved, you'd be able to eat the food, and that's exactly the way the mechaber paskins. The Morgan Abram says by the same token, if a person were to do hatzmona on Shabbos, right? He did he did hatzmona on Shabbos with something which was not most of heaven. She says lower hanumasov. It's not made to have, it's not actually changing the food in any way. So, but the Ebed, by the same token, since the Lohanim Asob, it would be mutter to eat that food. This is all the Fitosis, and that's the way the Machabah Paskins. However, the Mordechai, which is brought in the Ramah as a Yish Omer, he says, no, if it was Beshogeg, he says, Beshogeg, Hatzmon actually had exactly the same din, and therefore you're allowed to eat the food on Shabbos. And the, the Morgan Avram, the Taz, the Gon, they say the Machabah disagrees with this, even Shogeg would be forbidden. And La Halacha, the Mishnah Bura says, La Halacha, B'mokam Tzerech, a person would be able to rely, so B'di Ebed, if it was done B'shoigeg, even if it was a Hanumasov, a person could be maker like the Mordechai against Tosfus. In fact, the Ramah goes further and he adds another, uh, another kula, an amazing kula, that says that, just like, um, we, we, we say that if you put on, you put on, on the, the Shehir, you put something which is, which is a uh, Chai, which is raw, so it's going to take, we're not worried that a person will come to stoke it up because by Friday night it's not going to be ready anyway, even if you do stoke it up, by Shabbos day it'll be ready even if you don't stoke it up. So by the same token, if you put food on the, uh, on the, you do Shahir, who adds in here Hatzmana, if it's food which is for Shabbos day, then it's Mutter. Because he's been missing us from it, we're not worried, Shemir Chata, it's not, we're not worried about that because the same, same Yusuf as, as Bosachai. La Halacha, the Ramal says, you should only rely on that b'di'evet, b'mokun tzoyev, because there are those, there are, there are those shittas brought to the base here to go amata even l'chatzchila, like b'sachai. He says, not l'chatzchila, and even b'di'evet, only if it's, uh, as a, uh, on condition a person is not rogi l'asos came. And the Gaon explains, because really this shitta is nitchet from la Halacha. So we rely on it b'mokun tzoyev. 
But it's it's worth remembering the shittah because obviously we will use it b'tiyavet. We would use it if it's a makom zerich or b'tiyavet. We would always use it for shiur chazara. Um, it's well worth remembering. The last answer Tosfos gives: What's the Gemara learning out of a botzla hatzmano b'davar misipevel? It's saying even the kedera chaisa because it doesn't make any distinction. Even a kedera chaisa would be would be um, would be um, um, would be no, no good. Yeah, that's what we're saying over here. We were medayik from this from this uh, Tosfos then. It's mu- because we're talking about water here. We're talking about water. And we've said Kedera Chaisa, the whole thing of Kedera Chaisa, which we do allow with Shehiyah, is only with meat, not with water. Not with things which heat up easily um, and therefore will heat up by Friday night. You see from Tosfos here that Kedera Chaisa seemingly, seemingly can apply to other things. What you have to say Lechera is, because there's in Pirish HaMishnah, the Ram, the Ram seems to say it applies to other things, but we pass in Aloha. Um, based on the Raman Mishnah Torah, that it only applies to things like meat, which will not cook on Friday night if it's chai, if it's raw. But, but uh, there is, I think it's a Chazan Ish, who says, if you've got, let's say, a massive cauldron of water, which will not boil on Friday night, then it would be the same din. That's what he wants to say. If you've got a massive cauldron of vegetables, the same idea. From this toast, we wanted to suggest there's a raya, because we're using the Yusei Kedera Chais, which we're saying that a taco over here you can't use, in the case of Atzman of Dovah Mesim Hebel, but that's only because it's Hatzmana, implying that with something else, it would be allowed, even though it's water. You have to say, because it's a massive amount of water or something like that. That was the, the possible diak we, we took from Tosfus here. The Gemara now finishes off, and it says, Oma Ula, Halokha ka anshi tiveri, the halokha is like the anshi tiveri. It's like it's water. So Amalei Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said to him, Kavata vina anshi tiveri, they said, now you're too late. The people of tiveri have already broken their, their, their pipes. In other words, they already accepted the, the Pesach of the Chachomim, that's Taka the Halacha. We Paskin, that it is a problem, uh, like the Chachomim said. That's, that, that's, as we said, that is the Halacha. Um, but as we've said, only if it's an actual Hatzmona, as opposed to the water running in. If you set up the water stream from before Shabbos and it runs into the, let's say, the Hamitavaria, it is actually Mutter. It's, we're going to see even, uh, it's Mashman, it's even Mutter to wash with it. But if an with like giving giving it the same din as water which was heated up before Shabbos, the Maestani's Pomavil of Raglov, um, that would be absolutely permitted. So the Gemara now continues on. Maisesh also anshe tevelia. So we said we said in the Mishnah that uh, this water which has been heated up, you can't wash with it. Says the Gemara, my rechitza. What type of rechitza are we talking about? What are you washing? Even rechitza is called gufa. If you say we're talking about washing the whole body. Um, does that mean only because it's got the din of water which has been heated up on Shabbos, that's why you can't wash your whole body? Implied if it was water which was heated up on Erev Shabbos, it would be mutter to wash your whole body. But surely we've learned in a price. which was heated up on Erev Shabbos. the next day, You can wash with them ponov yodov veraglov. but not one whole, not one's whole body. We'll, we'll speak more about this on the on the next stuff. We'll speak more about this this uh, thing of because we do Paskin like that, but uh, we, there's a little more to speak about there. Amos Sefer. So Uncle Pono, what you see from there is even if the water was heated up on Erev Shabbos, you can only do Pono Yodav Ragel, not the whole body. So um, so what are you going to say? 
So what, um, rather you have to say that the Mishnah, when it's talking about Rechitz, it's talking about Pono Vyodavarakrov. So since it's called the dinner of water eats up on Shabbos, that's why you can't wash Pono Vyodavarakrov. But if it was, had the dinner of water eats up on Erev Shabbos, it would be Mutta with Pono Vyodavarakrov. So Amos Sefer, let's take a look at the Sefer. The Sefer says, the Yom Tov, if it was, we're talking about Yom Tov here, Kachan and Shulchan, and the Yom Tov has got the dinner of Chamin, which was heated up on Yom Tov. The Asur in Berachita, it's forbidden to wash, and Mutta and Bishdiyos Mutta to drink. Wait a second, it's also to wash. That means even part of the old Baraklav you can't wash with it. Let's say our, our Mishnah is a star Mishnah like Beishamai. The star because we learned in the Mishnah, Beishamai Omim, Loyicham Odom Cham in Baraklav, a person can't eat up hot water for his feet, unless it's Roy Lishtia. So you see, what do you see from it? So you see, that according to Beiselel, even if it's been heated up on Yom Tov, you can wash Pono Vyodo Veragro with it. It's not after Veragro, by the way. They say it's a Chiddush because of Beishamai. According to Beishamai, you can't even wash Pono Vyodo Veragro unless it's Ru'in Ishtio. And if you take a look at Rashi, you take a look at Tosfos, you'll see Ru'in Ishtio means it's not only it's Ru'in Ishtio, it's got to be that you actually heated it up for the purpose of Shtio. And then you decide, you know what, I'll use it for washing. Why did it say Ru'in Ishtio? So Tosu says this way the Maharam explains Tosu us, Ru'in is saying because once you are heating up some of it for drinking, you want to have a hot drink, then you're allowed to fill up the whole Kli, so heat the whole Kli, even though you're not going to be all, using all of it, you never had intention for all of it for Shtiyah. But all of it is Ru'in and the initial thought was for Shtiyah, then you can heat up all of it and uh, use the leftover for your washing. But what, right? That's what, that, in that case, Beishama would allow Pama Vyodha Miracle. But Minastam, you wouldn't be able to wash even Pono Vyodha Veraglov, which is what our Mishnah is saying. Whereas we said Amatim and Beisil Amatim. So what's going on over here? Now before we go on, because obviously we do pass in our Beisil, so we're saying that Chami, which was heated up on Nontav, you can wash Pono Vyodha Veraglov. So Tosuas is Medaic from here. It's Mashma, but you can't do it for your whole body. Right? You obviously can't do it for your, for your whole body. Tosuas understands it's actually an Issa de Iraisa. And Tosfus asks why. He's got rise based on the Gemara later on. We may come back to this Tosfus again when we do the Gemara on Daf, Daf Mem, Be'ezus Hashem. But Tosfus wants to say like this, and he comes out with it with, it, with an important Yisod. Tosfus learned that we know you're allowed to heat up water, because why? Because it's Serech Eichel Nefesh. Eichel Nefesh is love dafka food. Washing is also Eichel Nefesh. So Tosfus says, based on the Gemara later on, right, you're allowed to heat up water for the sake of sweating, like a sauna. But apparently from this you see, uh, in fact it's from the Gemara later on, the fact they made a gazera on Zeya even on Yom Tov, obviously you're not allowed to heat up water to wash down your whole body, it's an Isidoraisim, because otherwise they wouldn't have made a gazera on Zeya. That's the Gemara later on, they made a gazera on Zeya even on Yom Tov. So it says Tosfus, why are you allowed to heat up water for Zeya, but not to wash my whole body? What's the difference? So Tosfus, what you have to say is, that to wash the whole body is not what we call Dova Hashav Elechol Nefesh. It's not something which ever, it's, a, it's more of a luxury, you only do it at a tanuk, and therefore most people wouldn't do it. We go after the robe, the prima goddam says you go after the robe. Robe people wouldn't do such a thing. But for Pono Vyodavaragla, that's something which everyone does. As the Meiri says, Sakhir is Kamar and Shabbos later on, which says you're supposed to wash your face, hands and feet every day. No, that's something which you're, you're definitely supposed to do. When it comes to sweating, sweating is something which is done for a poor purposes, to clean out the pores, and therefore everyone does it. This is Dova Shabbat Echon Nefesh. The Prima Gordon takes that Yesod and he says, so you see something which is done for a four purposes, like, like that, it's Dov HaShor V'Dachon Nefesh. So if it says the Prima Gordon, based on that, we can be Mateh smoking on Shabbos, to light a cigarette and smoke, would be Mutter. 
It's an interesting shida. What would you say nowadays? Because nowadays we recognize it's not refuah, quite the opposite. Rahman al Islam, people need refuah as a result of smoking. So the truth is, but so to washing nowadays, it's Don Ashraf al everyone has a hot shower. Very often, daily, some people even twice daily. So Ibn Sankarid is besides anything else, he says no. We go by the times of Chazal. It wasn't Don Ashraf al to wash the heat up the water to wash the whole body in the times of Chazal. So so to nowadays things don't change. So the shayla is with cigarettes, I don't know if they have it in the times of Chazal, I don't know if you could say the same thing. So it's an interesting shayla we spoke about with cigarettes, whether there are, there are postkin who say, who question the heta nowadays, whether it is mutter. I think people are still, like, I mean, really this, this should be a better question, is is it really mutter, at least to start smoking nowadays, full stop, our feet will be mesachal. Anyway, but this is, this is the, you say to Tosfus, Tosfus understands that to heat up water for the whole body is an issa da iraisa. However, um, from the Ram and the Rif, it's clear it's an Issa Rabbonon, it's because of Gzeiras Rechitza, which we haven't yet come to, Gzeiras Merchat, uh, which we haven't come to. But as Hashem, on the next step, we'll speak, we'll speak more about it. But just remember this Tosfus, Tosfus learns it's an Issa Da'iraisa. We have to speak about still, is that Dafka therefore, but Pomegal, the Rav, we said is Mutter. What about for the rest of my Evoim? What about if I want to wash my elbow? Am I allowed to do that? What would Tosfus say to that? That's on the Bezaz Hashem we still have to speak about. So basically, going back to the Gemara, we've proven that the Mishnah can't be talking about Rechitzas Chol Kutvay. It can't be talking about Ponoviel de Veraglo. Because otherwise the Mishnah will be coming out of the Bishamai. So, Omar Avikov Archananya, Lishtati Boyan Chol Askinon. We're dealing with heating up water to wash down the whole body. To rinse it down, it's not Rechitza at all. But hi Tanahu, and it's the following Tanah, Rabbi Shimon. The Tanya, because we learned in a Brayse, a person shouldn't rinse down his whole body, whether it's hot water, whether it's cold water. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, uh, he allows it. We're talking about on Shabbos here. Rabbi Shimon allows both Sonin and Khamen. The way the, the, the Ran explains it um, is, that's the way the Ramban explains it is, with Khamen, it's, it's forbidden because um, we worry the person will come to heat up the water on Shabbos. So this means, even though the water was obviously heated up before Shabbos, it's a because a person may come to heat it up on Shabbos. That's the way the Ran explains it. The Balamora has got a whole different take on it. Um, and Sonin, what's the problem with Sonin? It's because it looks like, while you're washing down in Sonin, it looks like you've obviously, you've had a whole Rechitza, you've washed in hot water, because that's the normal practice. They would then rinse down in cold water afterwards, uh, based on the Gemara Bolsibes Hashem. Somebody who doesn't do that, it's It's like putting iron in, in fire, then you don't put in cold water afterwards. Whereas Rabbi Shimon, he's not worried about either. He's Rabbi Shimon Matin. Rabbi Huda, Omer Rabbi Huda says, Bechamin also, the hot water that I'm worried about, that's also, but Tzayni Mutter, I'm not worried about what people, the conclusions people are going to come to, um, that I'm not worried about. So Bekitza, we want to say, we want to say that our Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. It's Rabbi Shimon. The Tosef Yishon has a whole different Peshat, and he wants to say that actually the Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda. But, but Rashi, Tosef, they all seem to say it's, it's Rabbi Shimon. Um, and uh, as we said, we're talking about Dafka when it's heated up on Erev Shabbos, that Tosfus proves, Rashi learns like that, that's, that, that's, that seems to be quite clear. And therefore, that's what the Mishnah means to say. We're talking about rinsing down the whole body. If it was heated up on Shabbos or Yom Tov, then it's awesome. But if it was heated up, if it had the dinner of being heated up before Shabbos or before Yom Tov, then Anachalami would be mutter, even in hot water, because we're going like Rabbi Shimon. Fine? Um... Omer al-Chista, said al-Chista, machlekes b'chli. The machlekes is only if the water is actually collected in a kli and you pour it on the person from there. Because there, it looks like it looks like it was heated up on Shabbos. There, you could say that's why we'd have a gazera because it looks like 
it was heated up on Shabbos because otherwise, how did it keep its heat? It's in a kli. So people may think, you know, it's a derech to wash after, uh, to, 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 to do this after Rechitza. And people will think you've heated up on Shabbos. So that's why I knew they could argue about this. Avol Bekaka, that if it's, if it's collected in the grounds, like in a pool, everyone would agree it's mutter, because there everyone knows that in a pool it retains its heat much longer, people won't assume that you've heated it up on Shabbos. People won't, 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 won't uh, and people won't come to start heating up on Shabbos, there it's definitely mutter. Ask the Gemara of Almaisa to Anshe Tveria, what about the story with the Anshe Tveria? That over there, the Karkava, that was obviously in, it was collected in the Karka, and the Rabbanon said it's forbidden to wash in the, in the Chami Tveria. So, if he made the statement, this is what was said. The Machlokes is in the Karka. That's where you've got the Machlokes. Everyone says it's forbidden because, as we said, that definitely could well be misinterpreted uh, as having been heated up on Shabbos. So, Omar Rabba Barba Khana Omar Rabbi Yechanan. Halacha Krabi Yehuda. The Halacha is like Krabi Yehuda. Right? But Tsoinin is Muta, Bechamin is also. Omar Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda said to him, he said to Rabba Barba Khana, but Feru Shmi Aloch, did you hear that explicitly? Or Mechlala Shmi Aloch? Or did you hear that, sort of, you, you, you implied it from something? My Kalala, what would be the, 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 the Kalali would have implied it from? So Omar Rabba Tanchom, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Omar Rabbi Yanai, Omar Rabbi, that should say. Wherever you find two people arguing, and one of them is Machria, um, the Allah is like the one who makes the compromise. Except for the case of Kulimatsulonis, which we had earlier, we had earlier on in the Mesechta, um, in the, um, in the second parak. Um, even though Rabbi Yez was Machme there, he said that whether you put, you put it on the peg, or you put it on the uh, behind the door. Either way, it's still makabel tumah. We're talking about with this little piece of cloth, less than three by three. For Rabbi Yishar Meikon, Rabbi Yishar's Meikon, he says, Nah. In both cases, if it's not put in a box, it's specified, it's set aside in a box. It doesn't have any chashiv. It's not makabel tumah. For Rabbi Akiva Machria, Rabbi Akiva there's Machria. He says, No, on a peg, then it's makabel tumah. Behind the door, it's not makabel tumah. Over there, in Aluch Kedivir Machria, there the Aluch is not like the Machria. I like Rabbi Akiva. Why? Chazan number one to Rabbi Akiva Talmud. Two number one, Rabbi Akiva is a Talmud. Talmud of Rabbi Yeshua. furthermore, because we know Rabbi Akiva actually retracted, we know from the Mishnah, and he in the end went like Rabbi Yeshua. Al Kaponim, what you see from this is, generally speaking, if you've got a Machriya, that looks like the Machriya. And here we've got a Machriya, don't we? Because we've got Rabbi Meir forbids everything, Chamin and Tzonin. Rabbi Shimon is Mate everything, and Rabbi Yoda makes a compromise. Chamin is also, Tzonin is Muta. So that would seem to be like Rabbi Yoda. So the Gemara asks, well, so what? Let's say he did learn it from the, from the cloud. So what? So we say, Maybe this is only in a Mishnah. Maybe the Hadoch is like the, in a Mishnah, the Hadoch is like the Machria. Yeah? But in a Brisa, maybe not. Now you may well ask, but it doesn't say Hadoch Gudavir Machria Seinu or something like that. So it's yeah, but the reason why we're not so, we, we want to suggest that is because We've got a Stam Mishnah, i.e. our Mishnah, which passes like Rabbi Shimon. So we don't really want to say Halakha Gedevira which goes against a Stam Mishnah. Okay? So therefore, that's why we suggest maybe over here the Halakha is not like the Machriya. That's what we want to suggest. So, um, Omalisi said back to him, I'm not preparing Ali. The truth is, I heard it explicitly. I heard it explicitly. Um, so Tosus actually speaks about why over here the Halakha is like the Stam, even though, uh, sorry, the Halakha is like the Machriya against the Stam. And he says it's it's um, simply because because the stump over here is rather is 
relatively weak because we've got a stum v'achakach machlokes in a brisa. It's a stum v'achakach machlokes in a brisa, and therefore we pass in like the machria. But if there wouldn't have been a machria, if there wouldn't have been a machria, even though it's a stam vachakach machlekes and a brisa, we taka would have paskins like the like the stam mishnah, like Rabbi Shimon. Whereas if you've got a stam and you don't have the machlekes like afterwards in the brisa, then we'd actually paskin like the stam even against the machria. That's the mashmos of the Gemara in Pesachim says uh, says Tosfos. Um, yeah, so that's the way we come out. We taka paskin, we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda because he is the machria. Um, there is a Tosis which speaks about the Yisod of Amachriya is, it's only where you've got Shitta number one says both A and B. I say, let's say, are both also. Shitta number two is both A and B are Muta. By saying both A and B, they've both shown that we've entertained the possibility of that there could be a Svara to say otherwise. So then when Shitta number three comes along and says, I want to be Machriya, then we can take him and say, right, with regard to A, he sided with Shetan number one. So it's now two against one with regard to A. And the halakha is like Shetan number one. Then he says, with regard to B, the halakha is like Shetan number two. Then it becomes two against one with regard to B. And the halakha is like number two. But if, if Shetan number one and Shetan number two don't mention A and B, then we don't say the halakha is like the Makhriya. Because they haven't shown that they've got any, they've entertained the possibility that there is room to, room to be machalik. And then the halacha will not be like, like the machria. He brings, he brings a Rashi, um, who possibly seems to argue with this, but Tosfus says that that's, no, that when we talk about the, 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 the halacha, the machria, that's the way it has to be. And when we say in halacha, what's the lotion? It's, uh, um, the in hachro, shilishis machras, so Tosfus, that's what it means. In that, that if it's a completely new day or that the shit number one and shit number two didn't mention the possibility of a chiluk, then we don't pass me like like uh, like the machriya. There is one other. There's, he brings a rabbi nechanan who says in delicious means like a dershlishi, which says love dafke is dershlishi. That's just the case where it originally came in achras delicious was talking about dershlishi, but it's basically saying when when the machriya is is a is a is a talmud is already a later dur then. Um, we don't, we don't, we are, we don't pass in like the Machriya.